Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Where to start, where to begin. Um, let's just go from basically the top of the uh, list you cannot see. Um, there's been more upheaval at the day job. Um, not <clears throat> necessarily in a uh, horrible, uh, detrimental way, but we're going through some personnel issues and it once again kind of falls on me uh, whether I want it to or not to take care of these. I talked last week about I'm kind of in a managerial limbo. I need to sit down with the boss and say look if I'm going to do this I need some kind of you know compensation. My issue is that you know I'm just running around putting out fires and there's never a downtime to say like, hey, okay, everything's kind of smooth sailing right now, let's talk about this. A lot of the stuff I take care of is time sensitive and I don't have the time to sit down with him and go, look, we need to figure this out uh, before it goes any further because the situations that I'm taking care of, once again, are time sensitive. Um, or I'm being rushed. <laughs> Let's be honest on some some of it. So once again, I'm kind of rocking a hard place on that one. Um, it's causing um, some control issues to come back up um, in terms of um, you know I talked last week about you know it, feeling that you know I, I was losing control when I shouldn't have had control to begin with, so to speak, um, over. <laughs> situations or over people. So uh, yesterday was kind of the first day where I felt very okay. Um, so I think I'm getting to the point where I really am kind of not caring as much um, about certain protocols at the day job that, you know, I, I've talked, I think, a little while ago about, you know, my way versus your way, uh, right versus wrong. Um, so I think I'm getting to a good point in that right way, wrong way stuff versus my way, your way. Um, and I think that's been a huge help, and it just allows me to focus on the, once again, those fires I'm putting out in a very objective way, a very analytical and intellectual way, and um, allowing me to be more emotional in my personal life um, when I'm not here. So, you know, once again, I'm finding that balance, it's difficult. Um, you know, there have been stumbling blocks. Um, I you know, was almost crippled by the fear of regression, and we'll talk about that in, in a couple of minutes with something else. I'm getting there. Um, I'm, I'm feeling much better that the, the, the therapy I was in uh, really had a profound effect on me and that I can continue to work on myself um, outside of that and be, you know, fairly successful. Um, and this, you know, whole situation at the day job is kind of proving that to me. You know, I know there's going to be times it's going to be hard and it's going to suck, but in the end, I know I'll be okay. Um, it's nothing I can't either overcome personally and use as a goal or that will force me to regress and start to um, go back into bad habits to control the control issues. Um, that's not going to happen. I will go uh, more into detail about some of that stuff uh, in a couple weeks, uh, hopefully. In terms of the network, there's kind of, you know, three big points I, I really wanted to hit. Um, three and a half. Um, looking at the list you cannot see. One was I got back on track. I've been talking about getting back on track and being productive. And last week I just 
filled with the fire of doing it. I slammed through, you know, uh, I'm, I'm ahead a couple weeks on the variant covers. Um, I've started to uh, work on the website, which I'll talk about in a little bit. You know, we're, we're looking at some show launches. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but basically, I have just kept to my schedule, and it's like, boom, this is going to get done, boom, this is going to get done, and it gets done, and it feels really good. It puts me, once again, in a good mood to be productive, and I'm not hard on myself about, well, you didn't get that done, or you should have done this instead of dicking around watching something. Um, and part of that is, uh, you know, a lot of shows that I watch have hit their finales for the season or the series, and that frees up my time. Um, let's just be honest. You eliminate the distractions like that where, you know, I'm not even moving them off my computer to watch, like where literally they're not even there anymore, and I'm going to get work done because what else am I going to focus on? So it feels good, the fire of doing uh, in terms of the network and getting it back on track on my level, um, which I've talked about this since probably the third show. You know, I do a majority of the work for the network, I'm not mad at this, but that means if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. So when I want things done, it once again, it, it has to be me who does them. Um, I'd love to get to a point where, once again, we hire someone or intern it out um, to do some of the editing or the web maintenance, but the web maintenance isn't that big. And the editing, I don't know if I could give up kind of my baby of the network to just anyone. Um, Especially when I have babies like, um, you know, No Applause and Damn and Shooting the Gap and Fear Agents and, you know, the KB, uh, KBACN, which, you know, is, is uh, trucking along. Um, I'm about uh, probably halfway through the first season, uh, writing the first season right now. Um, I'll be working on that at time of recording tomorrow. Um, speaking of all the other shows... Um, we did have, had to put the show in the gap on hiatus. They'll have been on hiatus for a couple of weeks at the time of recording. Um, unfortunately, you know, there were just some personal issues that interfered with our, uh, uh, that impacted our recording schedule. And we just had to go on hiatus. And we'll be, um, uh, the co-host and I uh, will be meeting up to talk about kind of what's going to happen next. Um, if the show is going to come to a logical conclusion, if we're going to, go ahead and keep the show going. Um, if we're going to go on a hiatus until, you know, the NFL season starts or they're going to keep going through um, the NBA finals and the hockey finals and then that'll lead us into, uh, I don't know, baseball finals? I, I fucking find out. I don't know sports. Um, but I'm uh, uh, assuming there's going to be a series of, of playoffs just always happening. So, I, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping to talk to uh, who I refer to, the boys, the sports boys, um, that time of recording this weekend and, uh, start kind of getting, shooting the gap back on track or get it to where it needs to be. So we'll, we'll see on that one. Deb, uh, has the pilot for Agents of Fear. Um, I'm sorry, Agents of Fear, Fear Agents. Uh, she said she'd give it a listen to. I don't know what she thinks of it yet. Um, I'll be recording the, uh, second episode, uh, later today. Um, or possibly tomorrow, I don't know. Um, but we're not going to launch until I've got like four or five of them in the chamber, and I was eyeballing We're Alive, the kind of zombie equivalent of um, the Fear Agents, and 
I haven't listened to the first episode, but I did kind of look at um, that they run about between 15 and 20 minutes. So that gave me a hope because I was talking to Deb about the pilot being only like 14, 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of want it to be longer. And then I'm looking at We're Alive, a top-rated podcast, and it's only 15 minutes. I don't know when they come out. I need to look at their release dates. I don't know if they're weekly or, or like twice weekly or something since they're so short. Um, but I don't know. I haven't listened to the uh, first episode. I've got it floating around on my iPod, and uh, I look forward to listening to it um, in the next couple of days and kind of seeing what they're doing and um, uh, compare it hopefully favorably to um, uh, Fear Agents. So Fear Agents will probably launch, um, I think we're aiming at middle of May, end of May, right in there. Um, like I talked about, I think last week or two weeks ago, you know, we're looking to things get dicey, um, probably end of May, beginning of June already. Um, and then we're hoping KBACN will start, um, probably at the end of the summer once we get that headache, uh, figured out. So, um, speaking of network headaches, I've been up, uh, we're going to be updating our website, uh, not visually. Um, but you know, there are, uh, our initial, um, kind of wave of shows. Some of them happened, some of them didn't. Um, some of them we were just like, we don't, you know, we, we didn't want to do the show. There was one called Nerd Vomit that was like a round table discussion, a weekly round table discussion where it just would have been at the time too hard to coordinate everything. And, um, Deb and I pretty much do that with a guest on no applause. So it was kind of redundant to see. Um, and you know, we've got a couple other shows, um, that we're working on, but I need to make room on our shows, uh, page. So I'll be updating that for, uh, fear agents, uh, adding in the last three months worth of variant covers, uh, which that happens. I, I kind of updated every, you know, two to three months and then, uh, something else in there. And then, you know, fear agents will have its own webpage. Um, and I might look into, um, kind of take a nod from other uh, serialized shows and start eyeballing um, kind of a, a web presence. Um, if we can use the BACN, Twitter, and Facebook for Fear Agents, I'll be happy. If it needs its own, then we'll kind of figure it out from there. Um, but I'll be working on the website. Uh, usually this would take me like an entire day, um, like 12 hours straight of... Um, oh, and I'm going to be updating the blog, uh, which I haven't done in a couple months, uh, Sorry, uh, but Maze is really funny. I really liked it a lot. I uh, loved writing it. You know, it, 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 it's just a matter of um, while I've been working on all the shows and editing and recording um, and doing, you know, getting ahead on the variants, all that, um, I've been kind of picking slowly but surely at the website. Um, I've got pretty much everything ready to be dragged and dropped and uploaded to the server, and then I'll probably spend... Uh, um, you know, probably it'll take about four hours to hard code parts of the website where I'm going to lose some uh, data when I upload everything, but some stuff will be really easy where I'm just telling the page, like, look, use this picture, not this picture. And that's really easy in case you wanted to know the behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, the web work, you know, I have web work headache, uh, written down, but really it's not that bad because I've just been kind of doing it little by little by little, and it hasn't been this giant beast of a thing to take down, um, you know, in, in the swamp where my uh, horse uh, sinks and I'm screwed. And I have to fight uh, the Black Beast with, uh, you know, stone dagger and hope I don't die. Um, <clears throat> so, 
Speaking of uh, uh, shows as well, uh, we've got a more significant whiteboard uh, for what would be la- what will be last week's uh, no applause, just the clap. Uh, last week, we uh, two weeks ago, we did a riftastic one where we didn't have a whole lot. Um, I did. Um, I've actually been taking in a fair amount of stuff since I kind of had the weekend off from the network. I'm just really psyched to be watching stuff again and getting really excited. And there were a few things I wanted to bring up that I'm sure I'll bring up on um, No Applause, Just the Clap as well to see kind of Deb's uh, uh, take on it. But last week I talked about, or two weeks ago on No Applause, I believe two weeks ago, whatever, um, I talked about watching Thor 2 again and how kind of irritated I was that the Asgardians were not like Norse mythology, they weren't gods, they were now aliens, long-lived and stronger and whatever. And I was watching Avengers, and there's that scene where, um, you know, Thor is absconded with Loki, and Iron Man goes to take him down, and Captain America joins the fray um, in the forest fight scene, which is a lot of fun to watch still. Um, But, you know, Black Widow has this line where she says, you know, these guys are tough. They're basically gods. And I'm like, yes, okay, like, please just, you know, stop calling them, like, aliens. I don't... That's what I liked about the first Thor, was that there was, like, this fantasy element, and they were effectively, like, you know, they, they say, like, oh, you're just going to go down to this world and summon a little lightning and, you know, be worshipped, and it's like, yes, because you're effectively a fucking god. You might be finite, like, other gods, like, Bast from ancient Egypt, where, you know, your time has moved on. But for all intents and purposes, right now, God, not alien. And also, I understand, while watching Avengers, I understand that you want to see these fantastic heroes fight these giant alien leviathans, but for fuck's sake, do you really need to have your noses press the fucking windows? And then the tail end of the the leviathan, like, crashes through the window, and they just kind of, people just go, ah, like, Fucking tornado safety, fucking any kind of natural disaster safety, stay the fuck away from windows. I'd imagine, like, alien invasion probably constitutes as stay the fuck away from windows. Fucking idiots. So, I'm just saying, stay away from windows when alien leviathans, you know, invade our world through uh, a portal created by what I'm pretty sure is the space gem from the Infinity Gauntlet. It may not be an outright gem, but it I, I've been watching it with the mindset of that it is the space gem. And, and the more I watch, the more I'm like, yep, 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 it's displacing things, it's sucking things up, or, or opening portals like uh, that Loki can be at multiple places at once. You see that when he kind of communes with um, Alex uh, Denisoff's uh, little uh, Thanos lackey guy. So... Uh, yeah, um, and and I'm wondering how they're going to pull that off with uh, Hydra having the Loki pokey stick as an aspect of um, the space gem. Otherwise, uh, the last thing is a little fun and a little sad. But I was listening to Fat Man on Batman with Dean Tripp, and he talks about effectively how he drew strength from Batman's story, uh, Bruce Wayne being a child who went through trauma. Um, and kind of developed an inner strength, and Dean Tripp did a, a fantastic, I've read it, a fantastic autobiographic comic called Something Terrible, in which he talks about being molested as, as a child. 
its effect on him and his family. And then finally he kind of, you know, thinks about uh, a Batman and how Batman worked with the trauma to help people. Um, and it's a fantastic episode. I highly recommend it. Batman on Batman with Dean Tripp, T-R-I-P-P-E. I also recommend Something Terrible, uh, which if I think if you just look for Dean Tripp uh, online or Something Terrible, comma, Dean Tripp, whatever it is, um, it'll come up. It's, I think, only like 18 pages digital. I mean, it's, and it's just heartbreaking and heartwarming. Um, it'll break those cockles and then warm them all back up into one working piece. But it kind of made me think about how I've been using kind of the Triforce from Legend of Zelda as kind of a focus point, and I want to um, exhibit the tenements of, of wisdom and courage and power over things, um, not in a control sense, but in kind of a power over my inner demons and the courage and wisdom to conquer them. And I was thinking about the fact that, you know, effectively Bruce Wayne came out of trauma and grew to have inner strength. And I'm going, I never thought of it on that very base level, but I can connect with a young Bruce Wayne based on kind of the emotional traumas I went through as, you know, a child. My parents divorced, my dad kind of moving away from me emotionally. Um, even as an adult, he's very distant, um, if present at all. And it's like, you know, I'm not comparing my parents' divorce to um, being molested. Uh, you know, I was taught pain is pain. One is not better than the other or worse. Um, it all affects us. But it was one of those where I thought, like, that's the highest thing I can aim for is to be Batman on some level, to come out of a painful experience and do things to help people, like, just be good or supportive, um, to do this podcast, and hopefully some of you guys listen, and you hear, you know, that I'm going through some stuff that you might go through, or that you might know someone who goes through, or that just talking about it uh, as candidly as I can helps me, and it can help you. And uh, it was kind of uh, exciting and sobering all at the same time, a lot of dichotomies on the show today, but it gave me something to kind of shoot for, to be kind of an emotional Batman. Um, and I don't think that's there's a higher thing to, for that I can reach for, um, personally. So on that note, um, thank you for listening to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug, and these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!